0: My face currently feels like I've been run through by Tom Stewart.
1: Puts it to the top of the
0: square. Oh, beautiful little fist in there by Dale. Crucial centimetre
1: moments. He definitely has a bit of the, uh, the Beltro spirit. <laughs> um, as I, I have a bit of the Beltro spirit. <laughs> Hello everyone, and welcome to the Back Pocket Podcast. Uh, it's ten eighteen on a Wednesday night. <laughs> I have work. I have to get up at six am. Jack's got a Macca's order on the way, and we're recording the podcast. How are you doing? I hurt. Uh, <laughs> I cricket for the first time in eight months. There's no funny intro today. I get hit by a few balls. Uh,
0: it was good. Yeah. Um, I kept about as well as Johnny Best in <laughs> the first three tests. Mm. And how many catches
1: did you drop then?
0: A, a few. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. Uh, I, at one point, I dropped the catch so hard, it went halfway back to the bowler. Like, I, I slapped
1: Were them. there so many obnoxious jokes about stumping that it was just painful? No,
0: no, we just we just weren't very good. Okay. Um, yeah. I didn't do a harm break and just, like, bash the stumps over with my bat, though. I should have taken the advantage to that. You, should
1: have, you should have just hit it every time, like you do doing Cricket 22. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Yeah,
0: but I, I still get out doing that, which is what I did today. I did the exact same thing. I hit every ball. It was just a fielder's so... <laughs> Um, anyway, this is a football
1: podcast <laughs> um, I'm not even sure it's a podcast I, at this point <laughs> I, will, uh,
0: I think it's my job to start the votes uh, Like sure. we do um, and You did th- votes? My, we do, yeah, we got an award and everything It's crazy mm. uh, My one vote this week was to Ben Mackay
1: Fair enough, he's an honourable mention for me
0: um, Gritty as always uh, Five spoils gritty. Won three out of three years hitting the gritty um, <laughs> At uh, <coughs> what <where they> play <laughs>
1: The wet well, marble stadium, stadium.
0: He was slipping while he was hitting the gritty, but he was doing it. Um, five spoils, three out of three contested against one ones He had 18 disposals at 95%, uh, 10 intercepts, six, eight contested, nine marks, five of those were intercepts, and um, I, I wrote a roof joke here, but already, we've already made one, but I said he was almost <laughs> as important as the roof in keeping the scores down. Um, I had 7 coaches votes as well So clearly the coaches Thought he was good But also that was a crap game So I felt like you could have Got coaches votes For just playing yeah. Like
1: a respectable AFL footballer I, uh, I didn't want to give Anyone votes for that game So I didn't um, But yeah I thought
0: Ben <laughs> McKay Was really good uh, That was my one vote Who was it your is one is.
1: Uh, My one vote And it's like An honourable And dishonourable mm. One vote Okay. Uh, Jordan Ridley um, One because he's Essendon's best player Hands down Two because he um, got injured Two because uh, As was well described To us by our friend Uh, the other night, they kicked and marked just back and forth endlessly uh, and it inflates the numbers. It was
0: an insane... Like, that first half especially, where they were just yeah. just dropping the ball to each other in the back line. If you have Laverde getting, like, 30 touches in a game, it wasn't that many, but, like, it felt like it. Yeah,
1: I think he had 15 marks, Ridley had Too 14, much. Kelly Too had much. 12.
0: But Ridley actually
1: defended. Yeah, um, it's got nine intercepts to his name, five rebound 50s, five one-percenters, and 29 disposals. He did get injured, um, but doesn't he matter. Uh, but he was good. You can get your coaches' votes by getting injured. Look at Sam Walsh. He played one and a half quarters and still got it was votes. It the
0: second lowest amount of time a player has ever gotten coaches' <laughs> votes yeah. for. There we like go. Paul Chapman in 2008 or something. <laughs> like that. Um, Must have kicked like four in the first yeah, quarter or something. Yeah, say so. so. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's fair. Uh, Ridley was very good. Uh, my two was to Nathan Murphy. Um, fair enough.
1: Honourable mention of, for me. <laughs> victim
0: of the slap 2008. Yeah, I, uh, di- I didn't
1: want to give him votes because he, f- he fucking dived, man. Well, he's
0: he's, he's <laughs> one of our favourites on the pod. Um, and I think he took the cake against Moore this week. For me, Moore was a special mention. Mm-hmm. Um, but Murphy got in my votes. He had 16 spoils, five defensive half-pressure acts, won four out of five, is one-on-ones. He only had 11 disposals, but went at 91%, and eight of those were intercepts. Um, and like I feel like his hard defensive work really allows Moore and Quainer to run off like they do. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, copped the slap to a mush for his efforts. Uh, And the coaches also had him in the votes. I can't remember how many he got, but um, he was good. Uh, Murphy, for me, was my two. Uh,
1: My two is to Nick Newman. Uh, Numbers-wise, not his best game of the year. Um, He had 16 pressure acts, though, which is pretty
0: decent. Without a K, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Nick NIC. NIC Newman. Nicholas Newman. Nicholas Newman, yeah. Where did I see that? That was I can't remember. We didn't like it. There's yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I didn't like Nicholas, Nicholas. Newman. Anyway, um,
1: anyway, Nicholas Newman. Um, <laughs> the reason I'm giving him votes this week is that um, intercept-wise, low numbers, but he may have executed like the perfect zone game. Uh anytime there was an intercept or a, a one-on-one contest, he was either next to the contest and got the received or impacted it and made it a 2 and one um, And I verified this by looking at his heat map and it is literally a grid of dots. It's like a line. A li- He's hitting the gritty too. <laughs> That's three votes for gritties this week. Um, it's like it's it's perfectly executed and then there's like a big defensive pocket part as well, but we ignore that. Um, so two votes well, for him. I'm
0: glad you gave someone who was medium or smaller defender this week. Because you're all tools. All tools this week for me. Fair and enough. even my big special mention was a tool. Uh, my three was to Harris Andrews. Oh, he's um, a special mention for
1: me. Really? Yeah.
0: Uh, so he did a number on Tom Hawke. Uh, had 10 oh, yeah. spoils and 9 pressure acts. He only had 12 touches, but 92. But like in such a close game, keeping Hawkins goalless with just 7 disposals and an equal season low score four score involvement. Let's
1: be real. Was it Geelong that kept Tom Hawkins score, Geelong goalless? Had 48 inside
0: fifty to 52, True. and Hawkins didn't finish with a goal, True. which is pretty rare. Um, yeah, Harris Andrews is really good. Uh, he's been good all season, but I, I felt like he deserved two for that effort. Uh, three. Sorry, if that effort, because yeah, if Hawkins had had a couple more goals, there's a couple of times where they really pushed him wide and got the mm. spoil out of bounds. Where mm. that's where if he marked it he kick, so that's his, that's his spot. So um, yeah, credit to Andrews and his really fucking long arms.
1: Brisbane have really improved their team defence over this it, last. It's been half their half biggest the improvement so this year. It's uh, it's good news for them. They just need to play better in the MCG. They do, yeah.
0: Um, which, uh, which is amazing. They've got Collingwood at Marvel, so that's gonna be interesting. Mm. What
1: happens instead of the MCG? Hey, we'll see what happens. Who is a three? Uh, my three is Noah Bolter, uh, the Richmond defender, who I think we don't give enough credit. Enough
0: credit, yeah. he's uh, the number he just... one
1: intercept marker in yeah, the league? Yeah, <laughs> but
0: then he does really dumb things after intercept marking it. Um, he he, does. Does he was really good on the weekend, I agree. But uh, he was a special mention for me.
1: Yeah, 588 metres gained for a tall uh, is pretty good. Yes, yes. Um, six rebound, 50s, nine intercepts, 14 marks. I oh, think he's. I think he's settled down back, and if I see him up forward ever again, I'll scream. His
0: second half of this year has been better than his first half of this year was. I would agree. Um, my four votes this mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. Uh, went to Sam Taylor.
1: Oh, um, well, Sam Taylor's my five. Your five? Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, it was. It was really touch and go for my four and five for yeah. me, but
1: I can understand how you could go uh, both ways. Sam <laughs>
0: Taylor, he just keeps on coming this year. Um, Fourteen, <laughs> 14 spoils, six Stop out of six coming. one on ones, nine pressure acts. 15 disposals at 100%. Mm -hmm, 100%. Nine intercepts. Seven contested. Six rebounds. Three score launches, but zero inside 50s. Uh, Ten marks. Six of those are intercepts. Uh, Zero goals to King from four disposals for the entire game. Uh, and he got 10 coaches' votes. He's had 27 coaches' votes in the last three
1: mm-hmm. weeks. He goes Taylor. down, GWS at cooked.
0: Uh, he is their most important player by, I think, a ridiculous stretch. Uh, people will say it's green and it's Taylor.
1: I think. I think I think it's one and two.
0: Uh, I agree, but I think but, we, we've uh, established it's Taylor. If
1: Taylor goes down, they're cooked. So um, hopefully he can stay down. Gold Coast were
0: really challenging them in the first half, and they stormed off with that game. Um, so like, credit credit to them. Um, uh, and speaking of which, you can go check your room, because I've got a... Hello? Hello? Yeah, so it's it's just down the driveway. Um there's a gate at the end of the driveway. Gate was
1: good. Yeah, it always is.
0: Alright, so your five votes are Sam Taylor, which means your four votes James Sicily with James Sicily, yeah. Which is your five? Uh which is my five. Okay. Um It was one or the other, right? <laughs> yeah, they were they were both incredible this week. I, I think I
1: I think I deducted from James Sicily mainly because he played in a loss. In a and loss. It's not his fault, but
0: he was best on round by so far, mm. I thought, in that game. Mm. Um it was so weird hearing like all the votes giving um, Baker votes because he kicked the winning goal. And I was like, it was Taylor, uh, sorry, uh, Sicily, Toronto, and um, Martin for me. It's the best game Martin's played for Richmond all season. Um, he's needed to have a game like that for them. Do you want to run for the votes? Do you want me to... No, you're better at them. Um, he Yeah, so he had a tag last week against North, and then this week just went back to James Sicily of old. He almost dragged him across the line. He had just two spoils, uh, which was low for him, who usually has a lot, but had... Because he
1: had 15 intercepts.
0: 13 defensive half pressure acts, five out of five, one-on-one wins, 28 disposals at 93, as he said, 15 intercepts, 13 contested, 13 marks, 10 of those were intercepts, and six contested, which is crazy numbers. Five score involvements and three launches from zero inside 50s. Uh, And, I mean, there was no surprise he got the 10 coaches votes. He was, by a stretch, best on ground. Um... Greg looks like he's on crack. Um, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can follow Greg on Instagram at Greg to see more of our crack fiend cat. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah, all, all big men make for me, as I said earlier. Um, so I was glad you got someone who wasn't in, because I didn't realise until after I put my votes hmm. down that...
1: It happens pretty I often. only voted for tools. Um, it's so
0: easy to... Even my number one special mention this week was a big man, which was Sam Collins, because he had 10 spoils, 10 intercept marks, and 14 intercept possessions.
1: Yeah, I got Mackay, McKay Wilkie, and Andrews. So um, they're all tall.
0: Yep, I had more deconing Wilkie and Calamari because he technically played as a swingman, but his defensive work was probably as as important as anyone else on the ground. And I think there will be someone probably in the universe who will listen to this episode and be like, "Why didn't Tom Stewart get votes?" And that's because he had fifty three percent of center bounce attendances this yeah, week. Yeah, ten center bounce or
1: eighteen um, or ten.
0: And I think that's because so he had nine. uh sorry. Uh, 10, yeah. But the that was skewed by the fact that nine of the 20 centre bounce attendances in that game happened in the last 35 minutes of game time because most of the goals were kicked in the last quarter and there were two kicked in the last five minutes, the one before that. But uh, a defender, he was not. Uh, he ended up being a midfielder for most of the game. I saw
1: SCN's team of the week and they had Doherty and Stewart at Stewart, half back. I saw Stewart in the back pocket in teams and I was like, that's not. He didn't do that. Just because someone is a defender, if he played up forward and kicked 10 goals, would they he put him in the back pocket? <laughs> Oh, what we need to put go. someone there.
0: Um, no, like, he played a great game, but like put him at least on the wing or in the midfield. Because like sure, he was best on the ground in that game, absolutely. But like he wasn't a defender
1: in that game. No, not even close.
0: Um, one of our favourites, Nick Murray's season is over. What uh, is it? Did an ACL, which means he will uh, also likely miss most of next year, which sucks for him.
1: Sucks for Adelaide.
0: Uh, yeah, we well, also lost Rankin for the rest of the year. So um, I think a lot of their chances of making finals went with those two players because they've been. Um, Rank and obviously like, listed in the people they talk about a lot, but Murray's been really important to their setup mm. um, this year. Both you know dropping, you know leaning up to the wing and forward when he's needed to, but his defensive work's been really good. Um, I don't have many notes this week. It was a it was a really weird weekend of footy in a lot of ways. Every game I
1: watched was shit, except obviously yeah, the was, one that we missed because we were at the pub. <laughs> yeah, um, it was.
0: It was a rough weekend. Um, like a lot of the games were like, despite being close, near unwatchable. Mm. Um, the Geelong Brisbane game. If I was Collingwood or Port watching that Geelong Brisbane game, and considering those as two of my biggest threats this September, I, I would have felt worried. really good about no. watching that game because Brisbane should have been eight to ten goals up uh, at halftime. And then the way Geelong came back and the chances they wasted with the dominance they had in the second half, it was kind of like the Geelong-Sydney game, which was a draw Mm. where, like, if either team at any point realised how crap the other team was playing, they could have stormed home. Um, Brad Close trying to handball it to an almost out-of-bounds Jeremy Cameron at the end of that game. Like, that was just, I feel like, summed up. Oh, that was embarrassing. That summed up how Geelong's game was. I had to that from my brain. Um, The the awful kick from Rayner. Um, like whether he was, couldn't tell whether he was trying to go for goal or pass it, um, which could have sealed it for them early in the third quarter, was a similar kind of symptom of what that game was like. So, uh, yeah, Port and Collingwood played a really good game between the two top sides. Mm-hmm. They kind of went punch for punch. Uh, Rosie's a really good footballer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew did a good job on Dacos. I found the votes funny on that. Ken Hinkley gave Drew five
1: votes. But we assume he gave him five.
0: McCray gave
1: zero. You assume?
0: Um, well, yeah, well, either, either that or Hinkley gave him zero votes and McRae gave him five. Uh, <laughs> which would be funnier. Maybe. Um, I don't think that was a 5 with the game. Dacos had enough of the football for that not to be worth five. Uh, it was a big challenge shrugged from Collingwood. Uh, another one where, like, you look at the expected score and they should have lost by five mm. goals.
1: This is what they do.
0: They are the ultimate prison break team. Um, I'm just hearing that trumpet from the Barmy Army. <laughs> oh,
1: well, <laughs> port of the ultimate prison bar team, so. It's, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, it was good. I mean, that they kind of assured that they should be the top two sides again. I think they're, they're Yeah, I think football. it's them,
1: and obviously Brisbane are in contention. I think if Melbourne saw their forward issues out, there the other with, one. With Fritch
0: out, is a huge it's a loss for them.
1: Um, uh, Gorn, Gorn is back to
0: his best with mm, playing on his own. Mm, I think mm. we've seen that maybe they shouldn't have Grundy in the team with Gorn, which who could have seen that coming, other than all the people who said it when the trade was suggested. Um, but yeah, he's playing like the best ruck in the game again the last couple of weeks. Um which I mean is a bit harsh in English. He's also been very good, but um, yeah, Gorn is a jet. Uh, May is good. Lever's is good. Their mm. midfield's good. Their, their back line their forward line is just what's what's struggling for them. Uh, I, I don't know what they do about that. they, they can't really fix it mid year, can you?
1: You try. <laughs> you should try. Um,
0: there's
1: there's got to be a mix there that works.
0: Yeah, I, I mean it, they they had a rough forward line in their premiership year. So like that was their biggest weakness then and they got it to click for the last few I weeks. Think at least McDonald was reliable. You know? Yeah, and Fridge was playing and kicking three goals basically mm-hmm. every game. I'm um, game and final and five or six. was six which helped.
1: Yeah,
0: true. Uh, Gorn also kicked five goals in round 23 and in a prelim.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then I think three in the grand final. I
1: mean, so Pachuck has been doing a wealth of the lot. And they're but... still missing Oliver. Um yeah, what's wrong with him? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I remember it was
0: a two-week hamstring and it's been like Yeah, and then it was seven, a hospital infection and it was a hamstring yeah, problem. Yeah, we're then still it going.
1: Was, um, so I've seen people online being like, he's got a drug strike. No, no he, like, had n- th- <laughs> <one>. <laughs> he had a thumb. Not this one. a No, we can't talk <laughs> about that.
0: <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> You're going to have to edit the uh, hell out of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clayton Oliver
0: has been out If,
1: uh, <laughs> if you want content uh, Google uh, Clayton, Clayton Oliver, Oliver thumb, thumb injury Yeah
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a thing You, you ever, you ever have one of those weeks <laughs> You ever have a week where you're watching footy content No And both Eddie Maguire and Kane Corn say things that are, are right And the same week it was really rough for me. So, Kane Corns did a whole segment on. Um, I can't remember what the Eddie McGuire thing was. It's lost to me now. He was just talking about the AFL being badly run. Um, but, Kane Corns did a whole segment where he was just showing players throwing the ball. And he was just like, that's a throw. Yeah, that's a- that. Half of them were Port players. And I was like, this is just Kane Corns being 100% right about one of my. I mean, you and I sit on the couch and watch the football most weekends. And I feel like the words we say the most are that's a throw. Yeah, that's, that's a throw. That's not yeah. a handle.
1: It's usually just us calling out what freeze are And earn. even
0: like our own teams. Like I feel like that's not even an issue here. Like, mm. um, well, It's one of the biggest epidemics in the game that just umpires just don't seem to care about. You'll see like two or three throws caught out of 20 to 50 a game. They've
1: clearly been told since 2015-16 that they want the game to be free-flowing. So it's they don't care. Incorrect doesn't exist
0: anymore either. Uh, unless, you,
1: unless you two-hand scoop it, they're not going to call you four-throw. Uh, or do the Mason Cox, You do the volleyball. No, I uh, didn't, but I believe it.
0: So but the ball was like touched inside 50 or something, I can't remember what it mm. was, and he grabbed it and just threw it to the player in front of him, yeah. like a little, like a basketball yeah. uh, rebound, uh, and then complained to the umpire. He yelled at the umpire, didn't get 50 against him. No, because, no, they never do. With um, Collingwood. Collingwood. Oh, no one can anymore. Descent's gone.
1: Yeah, but I feel like it's different from Collingwood since at Cogs, the moment.
0: Ever since Cogs had lost, like they lost that game because the one against Cogs it shouldn't have been. I haven't seen. I thought like,
1: it was. I thought it was Wilkie.
0: No, Wilkie was the funny one because, like, he just points at the screen to the very clearly incorrect umpiring huh. decision and had. No, no, Colts lost. They lost them a game, yeah. Um, Which could genuinely cost them a final spot at
1: this. No, nah, I think they're good. I think they're. Um, solid. <laughs>
0: they're, they're playing really good footy. It's yeah. crazy that Bulldogs are such big favourites at Ballarat, which is a who knows what's going to oh, happen
1: ground. If GWS win that game, they're five, basically five six. In a, six. in a row? Yeah.
0: And Bulldogs have lost, other than the, other game. Than the Essendon game, like four out of the last five?
1: Um, if GWS win this, they're basically locked in for Yeah, they hours. are. Cause
0: they'll be fifth if they win yeah. that, right? Um, uh, and, like,
1: and if they lose, they basically have to win most of their games yeah. from here on out. That,
0: that's the interesting thing about how much those teams in that bracket, well, there's one game between fifth and eleventh, they've all got each other a lot of times. Yeah. Um, it's
1: a very like, interesting last few weeks for once.
0: Uh, Geelong probably have the roughest run. I think they've got Collingwood and Port in there. Mm. Um, they also have GWS as well. So that's another team in that bracket. Um, Carlton have GWS and St Kilda. They
1: uh, have GWS, Collingwood, St Kilda and Melbourne.
0: Yes, but obviously Collingwood, Melbourne are locked in that top four. Same as Geelong, yeah. Port and, and, oh, and Collingwood. Um, but like Carlton have GWS and St Kilda in that bracket. Like those mm. games are both make or break. And then Geelong have Bulldogs in round 23, which could be like a game for... Whoever wins that
1: could finish anywhere between like fifth and ninth. Yeah, there's a lot of machinations to happen, but my favourite is Hawthorne versus Freeman in the last round for who is Hawthorn bottom, bottom three. <laughs> Hawthorne, if they win every game for the
0: year, can still make eighth, even after they lost to Richmond, if results go their way. It's not going to happen. That would uh, have to be every
1: result going their way, <laughs> it, would, surely. it would have to be, yeah, yeah. How many games have they won? Four? Five? Uh,
0: five. I, think.
1: I don't think they can um, make it. They can. No, I saw a ladder the
0: other day. Someone did the the odds. Like, no, it'd get... have to be like a couple of hundred point losses to teams inside the eight.
1: So they have five wins. Yeah. So right now, yeah. they need four to equal yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So they need like draws and stuff to happen in front of them. Not happening. Not <laughs> happening. <laughs> I don't but it technically can. <laughs> Um, it won't, they, they lost, I mean, we're never going to do it, but they lost their chance this week. Um, things I learned this week, Max Lynch is lactose intolerant. Who's Max Lynch? He's a former, <laughs> former Collingwood, now Hawthorne Ruckman with massive concussion problems. Oh, that's right. He's so concussed, he's on the long-term injury list. But he owns, uh, co-owns a cafe with Brody Meyercheck in, mm. in, uh, like, Melbourne-ish area. Um, but they have, like, he's had to put items on the menu for himself because they've got a, a bagel where he's got like a lactose free cheese on it. Um,
1: it's in Melbourne, surely it's all lactose free. I think so, right? Yeah.
0: Um it was really funny him trying to be like, no, they're just like they're just like um, they're dairy free magnums. Someone's like, You mean the vegan magnums? He's like no dairy free and someone's like, so vegan? He's like, no no they're just dairy free magnums. It was a very um so Max Lynch is is a very smart man.
1: <laughs> what if the ice cream's dairy free but the chocolate's not? Oh is that, that's still not vegan.
0: It's still, it's not, not vegan, no. That's Max Lynch's favourite. <laughs> Max Lynch's <his> favourite. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, apparently
0: deathly lactose intolerant. Deathly? Um, grew up in Albury-Wodonga, so like. Isn't that cow like, country? It's yes, cow country, yeah. Hmm. I did not like being told he grew up in Albury-Wodonga either. He was like, no, just, just Wodonga. Or just Albury, I can't remember which one. He didn't like the other side of the border.
1: That's it's, weird. It's,
0: it's the it's the Victoria New South Wales border. They hate oh, each
1: other. Oh, okay.
0: It's like kalgoorlie Boulder kind of areas.
1: It's the most you'll hear about Max Lynch all year.
0: It is. Yeah, he he won't play until mid next year at least. Um, I can't think of any other kalgoorlie Boulder, Albury Wodonga. Is that it? They're <laughs> the only two I can think of. I
1: don't know what the fuck you're talking about. kalgoorlie man.
0: Boulder. That's like the the big <laughs> mining. That's where Eddie Betts used to play footy there. He played for Mines Rovers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then he moved to South Australia, to Mount Gambier or somewhere, and he was definitely. 17.
1: Ah, uh, He was 36.
0: <laughs> we're talking about that tonight. Because so we're talking about Rashid Khan uh, debuting in the BBL at like, quote unquote, 21. And we're like, sure. <laughs> That's a 21-year-old. Yeah. Um like I feel like I look closer to twenty one than Rashid Khan did when he debuted at twenty one, and I'm very close to thirty.
1: Well, that's why I reckon they should have checked Sam Pal- Pel when he came through. He he's, did not look eighteen. He's he's, he's <laughs> a
0: large man. He um he's very good at football.
1: He looks like he ate his twin at seventeen.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> good protein. Actually, it's like the macros on that would be elite. Um, <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day that said um whether you are an opponent or a teammate sharing a 50 with Paul Pepper would be the most terrifying thing in football. Yeah, he's and I don't agree with that. He, he is a wrecking ball of a man. Like there is there is nothing that gets in his way that he cares about. No. Um, and I rate that. I mean, we, were, we were very early on the Paul Pepper train before the media let <laughs> say it like all and Papa! <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, I've always been a fan and uh, port port well, until this year at least, Port fans fucking hated him. Yeah,
0: so. everyone's got their whipping boy, and like a lot of the time, those whipping boys
1: really confuse me. Yeah, uh, uh, Port have got good new whipping boys. Though. Yeah, yeah, they've got their captain now. Yeah, who no doesn't get a game? Uh, and Sin and uh, uh, Jonas. Uh, jo- Jonas Jones. Jones as well. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I, Ge- Geelong's. I'm not sure who it is yet. I'm trying to figure it out. It well, it's not Myers to
1: anymore. It used, it used to be. To Myers,
0: and I was like his. I was in the trenches. I was in. The, I was. I was deep in the Myers trenches, and Stanley. Well, I think. I, I think
1: the whipping boy should be Henry, but he's still getting his two goals a yeah. game. Yeah, so well, that's the matter. problem.
0: Is It's like it's weird for him to be a whipping boy because he's kicking goals, and it's like you watch the Just him everything goals else and you're like, doing poorly. Why are you doing this? I don't want you to because you don't deserve uh, them. Uh, Mark Connor.
1: Not even Colo anymore either.
0: I wish and Mullen, but like.
1: <laughs> he's played like six games yeah, of football that's ever. That's
0: rough. Uh, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Sydney's is... For me, it's Melikin. I'm not even a Sydney fan.
1: You will literally <laughs> watch Melikin take a mark inside 50 and go, that <laughs> sh- he can't do anything. Could you have to say that? <laughs>
0: I don't like Lewis Melikin. <laughs> He's injured. He's out. He's not playing for Sydney is anymore. He? Oh, that sucks. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> Look, I don't know what it is about Lewis Melikan. He just... He runs me the wrong way. And like this is the defenders podcast, so I really should be standing
1: up for him. But there are defenders. I just, I just, I don't know what it is about him. Sam Frost. Well, Sam Frost is just because it's funny to watch him He's play. He's very funny to watch him play. He's had really good games before, so. Um,
0: he has. He also tore Petruchelli jump off him in one of my favourite highlights mm-hmm. of all time. Um, to the ground. Yeah, so like, well done, Sam Frost. I, look, I I think that most of football appreciates Sam Frost for the fact that he can do. Good and terrible things like he's got Beltro spirit, like yeah. in, in a nutshell.
1: It's like watching Satando Halpin or, or Kepler Bradley, uh, um, Yeah, or um, what's his name? Except down back, just so much words.
0: Um, what was his name? It started with a W for Fremantle, um, Wepler Bradley.
1: <laughs> Wepler. I don't know you talking
0: about. I don't know. I used his name on Gridley the other day, um, Scott Waters. No, I don't know, but that's another one. My dad was like, how do you remember Scott Waters? And I was like, he coached someone. you've got football autism. I got, yeah, i got f- footy autism. footy Um Yeah, I won't remember it. I'll remember it later this week. I'll probably yell it out randomly in the middle of the no, night. I'd rather you didn't. Yeah, I know, but I will. Um, anyway, yeah, we got good games of footy coming up. I have so little football stuff in my brain this week. Ross Lyon complained about Marvel's roof. <laughs> hmm. Uh There was a Chris Scott's reaction to umpiring decisions montage on AFL 360. Um, That's pretty funny. uh, Alistair Clarkson's coming back to coach because he's just decided with three weeks left. Well, he's not doing it this week yet. He doesn't want the easy one against West Coast. Um, He's just decided that he's coming back with three weeks to go, which feels so strange to me. Um, Why not just wait until the season's over? Uh, Fremantle are the biggest disappointment in the AFL. Like it's
1: not even that they should have made finals. So
0: they should be far more competitive mm. than they have been.
1: Uh, and it's clear that they can still do it because certain games this year they've they, just when they switched beat it on. and
0: Melbourne back to back playing yep. good footy. I thought, oh, okay, here's Frio again. Uh, have they won since then?
1: It's a great question that I'm not going to look up. <laughs> um,
0: either way, like they are, as you said earlier, when they play Hawthorne later this year, they're at risk of finishing bottom four. Yeah. Which is a team that was some people expected to finish top four, and it's
1: not even like they can do a Melbourne and use their pick to go higher no, because they traded to Melbourne.
0: Um, yeah, that that sucks. Uh, the other bottom four teams, we all kind of went, yeah. Uh, that they makes
1: beat sense. they beat Essendon at Optus. Rick oh, rip Essendon!
0: What a uh, way to throw your season that's, away. That's the only that's post game buy, wasn't it? Uh, For Essendon, post may, buy maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think Essendon will struggle to make it now. I think they had to beat the Bulldogs this week.
1: Uh, there's still time. There's still a chance. They,
0: they, they've got a relatively easy run home. I think that's the biggest thing in Melbourne's favour of staying in the top four, is that obviously all the teams below each other are fighting it out.
1: They also have a two game lead at the moment. That's what I
0: mean. All the teams below them are fighting, fighting it out. And then Melbourne, I don't think they have any teams in the top eight first of the year.
1: Depending on where the teams are. Um, yeah.
0: But like. The ninth,
1: so not top eight.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, you wanted a short one? That's,
1: I got uh, well, that's a really short one.
0: You got any options? You got anything to talk about? Options.
1: Options. Have uh, you discussed
0: your super? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no. Um, did uh, we talk about Ross Lyon being shit? We did. We did. I, we, we talked about, about We talked
0: about it several weeks in a row now. He's complaining about everything. He's back back. Yeah,
1: he went from, oh, it's just a mulligan to hating everything football. Um, they're getting Tim Embry back, likely, next week. And King. Not this week, the one after. Because the, the physios...
0: I saw mm. King back earlier than expected. I was like, you mean a week after the injury when they told us he'd be back for the end of the year because he couldn't injure it more. So it's mm. not really early than expected. It's like when they said he'd be back.
1: So, like, how embarrassed will, will it be for St. Kilda if he injures it more?
0: Yeah, like, if he... If it, well, not if he injures it more. If he comes out and plays...
1: And does a different shoulder injury because like, it's already weakened. More into
0: that, but, like, he tries to do the same thing again and has to get subbed out because he... He's heard it.
1: Yeah, it'll just be an absolute waste like just of Just don't spot. play him.
0: Just don't play him. I, I, I think... Uh, like, it's I, one of those things where, like... It's one of those ones where people are like, it was a, a grub act, but, like, this is exactly what happened to Nick Rewalt to St Kilda, 15 years ago,
1: when... Mm, he played injured. Mal Michael got, and Chris on. Scott,
0: like, went out straight away, and they're like, Problem if you're going to play Scott. with an injured shoulder, we're going to run into it. Um, and then he spent the rest of the game on the bench, because he had an injured shoulder. Don't play an
1: injured player. Like, Dragging him. He- Checking like eight years ago, if you heard Michael Boss, Chris Scott, Brad Scott, Ross Lyon, Alistair um, Clarkson, yeah, we're all still coaching.
0: It's crazy. Damien uh, it like, hardwick was like when I was. <laughs> I was on the couch the other night, and um, Nigel Lappin, who's an assistant coach, at long was on the TV, and um, I was kind of it was weird. But I was talking about who Nigel Lappin was, and mm. I was like, and he also played with Chris Scott, and I was like, and. Carlton's coach and yeah. Collingwood's coach and like uh, Essendon's coach. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like it's crazy how many of that Brisbane Premiership yeah. team are now coaches. Yeah. Like it's just uh, Collingwood's, uh, Craig, 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 so many of them. Um, crazy. It's yeah. either you worked with Alistair Clarkson or you played in one of the triple premierships yeah. at Brisbane, you are an AFL coach
1: or you're Justin Omiel. And that's his problem. And I wonder if there's a link from him to like, the pagan era. Well, he Somehow
0: wo- he, wanted, he worked at Collingwood.
1: Under, he was at
0: Collingwood under Buckley, yeah. not
1: not under McRae. No. And Buckley doesn't have any links there either. we we'll do it. Well, he failed too. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he taught. Well, yeah, but Buckley at least had close failures. Not.
1: <laughs> it's almost worse. Yeah, um, Longview beat
0: Bulldogs in a final, which you know. Just...
1: Now we're at the part of the podcast where I'm we're just Googling, we're Googling things, things to uh, um, to extend it like by five minutes. Yeah,
0: we, we, we're not doing um, champion, what were you, you doing last week? Player ratings?
1: I'm not, not doing, doing that, that anymore. Again. I'm so mad about it. Um,
0: this week, is this is this is Gridley season, baby.
1: Um, no, I'm already over Gridley. You're already over Gridley.
0: <laughs> there was a... Um, a
1: He was under Worstfold man. A chatter on... Worst uh, fold to the other link. Uh, he he coached under Worstfold.
0: There was a chatter on, on on Twitter the other day because of champion data, which, as has been discussed on here before, I, I work for. But I do think that when they try and use stats to literally evaluate players, they are stupid and pointless. Like you that they elite player ratings are dumb. Said
1: like over the last three, four, five weeks that Tom DeKoning was the third best ruckman in the league.
0: Yeah, so that the one that's been called out this week pretty heavily on Twitter for being really stupid was mm. that Carl Amon is in the top fifty players in the AFL. Um, he's in the top six players that have had the quad double in the last <laughs> 15 years. And someone made a list of a hundred players that are like, This is a hundred players that clubs would laugh at if you offered Carl Amon for them.
1: That's a different scenario. Well, yeah, but like right?
0: anyway, and like and then someone said, um, someone replied to it who has Brad Close as a profile picture, was like, <laughs> You didn't even put Brad Close in this list. <laughs> and then the person who started this whole conversation getting really mad, a Hawthorne fan, about that. He was like Um, please never compare Brad Close to Carl Amon (laughs) ever again. So I replied with AFL flags, Carl Amon 0, Brad Close 1. Sandful flags, Carl Amon 0, Brad Close 1. Sleeves, Carl Amon 0, Brad Close (laughs) 2.
1: You're such a dickhead.
0: Um, But also, how dare you compare Carl Amon to Brad Close? Carl Amon's not in some like rarefied air.
1: I think uh, it depends on how you see Carl Amon and how you look at player ratings. Would you have him in the top 10 wingman in the league? Probably not anymore. Not Maybe anymore. two or two three years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. His last year at Port? Yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, but it's it's the fact that he's playing wing in a I, bad Hawthorne I side. wouldn't
0: compare Carl Amon to Brad Close because they are very different footballers.
1: If Carl Amon was playing at Port right now, uh, he would probably be near on all Australian yeah, contention, yeah, I would absolutely. say so. And then you could call him a top 50 player. But he isn't doing that in a lowly side, no. which means he's not a top 50 yeah, player. Yeah, exactly. It's like
0: looking at Gaff until the last two weeks this year. Yeah. Um, when he wasn't. they got <laughs> subbed on that game and suddenly played like he was good again. That was weird. Yeah, um, I don't understand it. They were like, Gaff, we're making you the sub. And he was like, I'm good at football now. <laughs> I'm good at footy. It was like when Mitchell got subbed on in the last quarter, and made like 60 in a quarter.
1: Yeah, but that's Collingwood. Collingwood do
0: weird stuff. Yeah, Collingwood do weird stuff. Um, it was like a, a, my, my interview the other day, I heard him talking about it, and he was like genuinely attributes to part of it of like, teams get in their own heads about the runs Collingwood get on mm. when Collingwood have a yeah, run he's, like, 100% he's like so much of it he thinks is like the, and they know the teams do that so yeah. it gives them the confidence to go at them mm-hmm. um, he's like so much of it is not that like we have some like magic formula it's just that like because we've done it enough times now teams overthink themselves which puts them into like panicked positions um, and it's like it's crazy to hear that like even they know that and they're willing to publicly say it but it still happens like um, and it doesn't always happen in the last quarter. Now they get these runs on at all different points of the game, which is what makes them so terrifying this year is that mm. they'll just do a quarter, and they're six goals past you. Um, and then sometimes it is in the last quarter, like this week or a couple of weeks ago, and they just run over you, and it's it's like, it's what makes them so hard to beat is that they've just got that belief that every time they start one of those, if they kick two goals in a row. Suddenly the whole team is like, well, all right, we've done this now.
1: Mm. Um, so and it's obviously not a player's thing; it's a system thing because we were looking at it at the end of last year. Going, Bobby Hill, Tom Mitchell,
0: yeah, Frampton, and, and they've all worked. Yep, um, McStay. Yeah. yeah, well, McStay hasn't really had much of a go at it yet, but um, it is. It's clearly a system thing, which is like credit to McRae. Um, m- what is that it's like? uh, <laughs> Credit to McRae, McRae um, for for the way he clearly has that team. Believing in their system and, and playing as a team because yeah, he's been
1: watching too much Ted Lasso.
0: It, it works uh, apparently, they love Ted Lasso at the club. Yeah, of course, they do because um, it's
1: a fucking amazing yeah, show. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, well, you won't like this, but, but um, Brody Meyercheck is a huge Johnny Donna fan.
1: Oh, I don't like Brody favourite so it's fine. Um,
0: whoa, <laughs> everyone <laughs> likes Brody Meyercheck. Why should I? he's much heavier than I thought he was and I don't mean this in like, a <laughs> bad way I just mean that like
1: first you come for Stuart he's G. like <laughs> 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 well
0: I just mean he's clearly solid like so like my chick's what like a, it'd be 191ish like he's not very really tall he's 99 kilos yeah it makes sense he's a big boy
1: yeah I think so um, he keeps his own in his market contest yeah it's
0: why, it's why when he crashes into his market contest he comes off okay mm-hmm because he fucking... He goes at Martin contests. Mm. I, I love Brody Bajer. Be fan. Always have been.
1: Yeah, I was pretending he didn't exist, hoping that he wouldn't play in this when, week. When so. you see <laughs> a, a like
0: a, a rural Tasmanian football player go to VFL as a fullback and then suddenly be an AFL full forward in a runner-up team in a grand
1: final. AFL that full story, forward in a side that doesn't have any other key forwards. Yeah, no,
0: he just like came in. They're like, they had like 20 injuries that year and they're like, Brody, you're in. We picked you up as like a rookie fullback, but you are full forward now. And then he was like, that's okay. I'll kick two goals every game. And they're like... Sick, yeah, you're in baby. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good story. I wish more teams could do stuff like that. I mean, Geelong mm. obviously love used to love doing it. Atkins and Stewart are obviously mainstays in the side from it now, mm. but I love seeing players just picked from obscurity. Marriage at West Coast mm. is, is another great example of that.
1: Um, I'm not sure Marich. about that, Marich. but uh, um, I'm not sure about that because he was very widely touted as a number one midseason draft. Well, yeah, yeah. but like he was like he, he was a, a different pathway, yeah, but I guess.
0: If, if Stewart. Uh, and Atkins had existed during the mid-season draft. Teams might have picked them up that weren't Geelong True. anyway for playing good VFL footy. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm done with this. week. Are you done this
1: week? I'm so done. I'm, I can
0: smell my food, man. I just yeah, I forgot you, I can, you had it. It smells so good. Oh. Uh, this week, brought to you by 4 and 20. Uh, because <laughs> Jack's high. I want a sausage roll. I've been eating a lot of sausage rolls now because of my tooth.
1: Because i have going eat a sausage roll with half of my mouth. Find easier foods to eat that you don't have to (laughs) shove into your mouth sideways. Uh, Bite-sized foods. Bite-sized
0: foods. Like nuggets.
1: Yeah. Like nuggets. Go eat your food.
0: Uh, This has been The Back Pocket. It's Um, been the worst episode of The Back Pocket. Oh, yeah, man. It's late and I am tired. But we will see you next week.
1: Uh, Bye. bye. Uh, You're going to have to do so much editing.